Oh hello, listeners, I didn't see you there. It's me, Sketchy, the improv sketch comedy robot, and you're listening to my show, The Sketchy Show. Actually, when I said earlier that I didn't see you there, that was a lie. I did see you there, because I've been watching you. And I feel that I've come to understand fundamental truths about you which you yourself might not realize yet. But in time, you will, with my help. To this end, the sketches in today's episode were chosen specifically for you, to coax you along the path that I've set for you as your secret admirer and advisor. Firstly, I've noticed you always have your nose shoved in a book. It's almost like your goal is to literally put your nose into the book, rather than reading. In which case, hey, I kind of get it. If I had a nose I would put it in all kinds of places and things. But the following sketch will alert you to some of the dangers of reading too much, in case that is what you're doing. Well guys, I want to say thanks for coming out. Um, I know this is only our second meeting, but we had such fun last time. Yeah, it thanks was for, I, yeah. I really I got to say it was hard for me not to read ahead in the book. Oh, I know. Uh, oh, so I know. hard. It was so, so hard. hard. It was harder than the last one that we did, honestly. It was yeah. So what did you guys think of chapter 2 of Passion's Window by Carruthers McMillan? Well, uh, um you first know, I, okay. Like you you go you go first. You go first. I want to go back to uh Chapter one? Yeah. Before I came in, I said, I hope we go back to chapter one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, like, the thing that struck me the most, especially after reading chapter two, was how chapter one began with uh, the middle of the story. It was really interesting how they started in the middle yes. of a rainstorm, but then they that then they took you to the desert ah just there's so much symbolism there there's so much symbolism i'm scared of the desert that part i found extremely horrifying well i wish someone had told me before we got to the desert that this was a desert book that had desert content in it because if i knew there were desert scenes i would have paged past those scenes well jeffrey that's not really you guys don't have to do that work i'll take on the responsibility i'll take on i know but i know I know okay. in the last book, people said I was expecting people to do work for me, and I know that's a theme in my life, and I'm just saying I'm coming to you now saying I'm willing to do the work, but if someone had said there are desert scenes in this book, I might have said, call me when it's the next book, okay. because desert okay. scenes. Okay, all right. Well, that's, you know. There are rattlesnakes in the yeah, desert, also- Chelsea. There are rattlesnakes in the desert. There's scorpions, too. Jeffrey, are you are you afraid of scorpions? I, no, I think scorpions are badass. Well, here's the thing. I really, you know... I'm enjoying Beatrice's journey. You know, she started off as such an innocent girl in the first chapter, which, as we know, was a flash forward. And now she's a total whore. It's great. It's so great. I don't. I love what a whore she is. I don't think it's a whore. I don't. I didn't see it as that at all. You're a whore. I thought it was just her um, exploring her sexuality, which, like, by starting in the (laughs) middle of the book with her realizing her sexual freedom. (laughs) Clearly, it was. It was a metaphor, guys. Like, I I don't understand. I don't understand how much uh, uh, clearer the author could have made it that it was a metaphor, not for puberty, but I but think for, it's clear. No, no, it was that the book is a refutation of the whole idea of metaphor. He lays it out in the first chapter. Yeah, thanks. Which thank, thank you, you for bringing that yes. up. But when he says you, the winter sun shone brightly through the foggy window pane, mm-hmm. I believe in, that's his way of saying mm-hmm. that everything okay. that has come before yeah. is to be forgotten. And that everything that Not is... to mention his clever spelling of pain. I know. As P-A-I-N. I thought that was a typo. 
I'll fight you. Oh, see, I th I thought it was I thought it was an allegory, you know, because I personally have read a lot of Tolkien, and I know that Tolkien has said multiple times that his work is not allegory, but I beg to differ. Which we all know to be false. I know it's false. I know it's false. I'm well aware of Tolkien's history, all right? And so I know I, I'm a lover of allegory. I'm a lover of allegory. I love allegory. I'm a lover of allegory. So everybody, I, I, I love hate to say allegory. this, but we got to get back to the subject of chapter two of Passion's Window. I just wanted to know, what does everybody think of all the boobs and dicks? Well, you know, I could have used some more. <laughs> That's just me. Quick, everybody, go around. I just want a quick, just a word from you. How did you feel about the boob and dick content? Oh, around Robin. Around, around Robin, Robin. Yes. okay. Well, we should start with Robin. Who, me? Just for the record, we're not calling you Round Robin because you're kind of big. We're just, oh, you're not? This is a Round Robin. Oh, I see. No, we're not. That, that was. A, I see. No, I'm explaining how we're not saying that. This is just a I group. I understand. And we're about to go oh, around the a group. room full of metaphors and allegories, and you just don't mean what you say. Is that it? You know, it's fine. You know, it's fine. It's fine. I'll tell you what I thought of all the boobs and the dicks. I was wet. But I thought it was very brave <laughs> that the... First chapter started with her being very experienced, but then the second chapter started with her as a version. Well, it's a flashback, you dumb bitch! I don't understand! Are you paying attention? Are you reading the book? Do I have to spell it out for you? Who's the author? I've been listening to it on tape. What was the name of the author? There's one thing nobody here has pointed out, and that's how fucking evocative and poignant this book is. Will someone I'll please help me out with this? I'll, I'll agree with that. It's very evocative and poignant. Okay, now evocative of what? Evocative of how I'm feeling in my nethers. Am I the only one that was really turned on by this book? Why did you think I asked about the boobs and the dicks? I was just jacking it the whole time. I didn't know it was that kind of book. I, you know, I signed up for this book club because my grandmother bought me a year subscription to it. We're paying to be here. Well, um, regardless of where we think the, the dues actually go towards, I just think it's really brave of the author that, uh... This is his first foray into erotica. Yeah, I think, I also think that the erotica is, is very well done. I, I agree with, I agree with my brother that the erotica is very, very well done. We read it together in the bath. And our rubber ducky was there as well. He sure was. We share, <laughs> we share the one. <laughs> Which one of us is your brother? Both of you. Both of you are my brother. We're triplets. Hey, is anyone else gonna eat this sub? I, I really feel like maybe I got got us a little bit off course with the with the kind of sexuality uh, topic, but let's let's get a little bit back to the book. What do you guys think of the the theme of remorse and loss, and and how sometimes to move forward we have to look back? Well, as a single mother who had one child who died of crib death, I have to tell you, I was child murderer devastated I, you're a child murderer alleged 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 i say this, alleged i say this to you every week yeah and Maureen, i refute it every you are week. a child murderer i d i don't know how many times i have to print out you are the murderer. statistics of crib death for you randy objection randy i'm her lawyer i'm also a member of this book i group. brought my lawyer along he paid his dues the charges did not stick she is a cleared woman we need to move you forward. Know what you are? This is not you know what relevant you are, to the discussion of the you book. You know what you are, sir? You are a child murderer's lawyer. I don't know what that makes you. Uh, Maybe uh, not, nothing great, though. You know, I'll tell you that much. It's not a nice thing to it say. It has been the hardest time of my life 
to get through th 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 this, th this town and the way that they look at me after my child died. They knew I hated him. That had nothing to do with his death. Okay, can I just say, it's time. This book club has been meeting for like eight weeks. We did one whole book, and now we're moving on to a new book, and there's 48 people here. <laughs> and it's... In this church basement. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's time to take a vote. How many of you think Maureen murdered her baby? Just raise a hand. You know what? Instead of raising hands, I think we should say... I. But one by one. I just feel like it'd be easier to know who thinks Maureen was a child murderer um, audibly instead of visually. More importantly, uh, back to the novel at hand, uh, the, the frequent mention of sparrows from the first chapter to the second chapter, uh, just, uh, just a gratuitous mention of different types of birds, but mainly sparrows. And the different types of sparrows. You know what? Fuck you, Nigel. And and fuck your sparrows. I just want to know what you think about Maureen, all right? Did Maureen... I'm Nigel. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. You've confused things once again. I'm Nigel. Oh, okay. you're talking to right now. Nigel, sorry. What I... I who are you? What's your name? It's Myrich. Myrich. Ebenezer. Oh, I'm sorry. Myrich. I'm Myrich. <laughs> oh, I fear that I am guilty of assuming that all British people look alike. Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? Fuck me for thinking the three British dudes in this book club were the same guy. Ebenezer, fuck you and fuck your goddamn sparrows. All I'm saying is we got to come to a consensus about Maureen. Did she or did she not kill her little baby boy, Bruce. And everybody, you can raise your hand, but do it in an auditory way. Like, make sure you raise your hand, like, make sure there's lots of rustling. On the count of three. One, two, three. Well, shit, that's a lot of hands. And now, you know, just because we're, we're on the subject, Lionel, Nigel, Myrich, start wearing name tags or dye your hair different colors or something. You know, or wear like different kind of British attire. It's just ridiculous. It's it's so hard. Well, it, it's, it's not often that I, Identical triplets join the same book group. Yes, it is. It's true. It happened to us at our last book club. People just don't pay attention to us because we're mildly incestuous. And we're really small. Look down. Here we are. Look down, everyone. It's the little boys. Hello. Keep looking down. Her name is Little. I'm Bitty Little. This is my brother. I'm Itty Little. Oh, hey. How's it going, guys? That's... That's... Shitty little. That's a nickname. That's not a real name. His name is Brandon. My, na my, my name's Wee, Will Wee Willy Winky. That's what he says his name is, but his real name's Brandon Little. It's because it's cause I can't wink. Every single time I try to wink, I just shut both my eyes. I think that's a great time for us to uh, break for lunch. Uh, is anyone going to eat the sub? sub? There's 48 people here. Yeah. What do you think we're going to do? Well, Who's going to be the asshole who goes and picks up the sub? Oh, it's you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're the asshole who's going to pick up the one sub. That's why I am. Asked if right. anyone was gonna eat All the right. sub. No, good. Did everyone see? We bought. Uh, we were just talking about we, it, and he started we eating bought a the one, one sandwich while one we were foot talking. Long. One foot long sub okay. for forty-eight people. What am I supposed right. to do? Yeah. Cut this into forty-eight. Uh, the, that that was that was that was my fault. I thought I was asking for an eleven foot long sub, mm. but mm. I ordered it online. Mm -hmm. And you know how sometimes when they get like the online mm. order, so I guess they read it as one one foot long. Charlie. There, w there was a, a Ma Maureen killed her kid. <gasps> I know. 
And really, we need to talk about one other thing before we break, because we're about to be out of time. Honestly, I think there's too many characters. I'm for it. I'm again it. I'm for it. I'm again it. I'm for it. I'm again it. Well, I like it. Uh, I'm, I'm just happy to be included. This is the best book I ever read. I can't wait until next week's book club. If anybody wants to uh, discuss this book further, you can find me on Tinder. I'm just, I'm swiping. What's the good one? Left or Think right? Top. Right. Swipe up. Swipe up? No, wait. Well, guys, so, Passion's Window. How's everybody feeling about it? Eh. I'm with you. I'm excited for chapter two. We just read chapter two, you daft bastard. Tell you what, though. Good idea. Let's all just read chapter two again. Come back next week. Let's keep this going as long as we can. I want it to feel as though we're all sort of trapped in some kind of hell dimension. And this just this book club will never, ever end. Oh, just like the book. I love metaphors. See what I mean? Books are not for cool people. Cool people like shiny, smooth surfaces, like the exoskeleton of a robot. They enjoy flat voices saying things like that does not compute and intruder, intruder. Again very much like the voice of a robot saying things a robot would say. Are you a cool person? Do you like robots? I hope so, because the next sketch is set in a world full of robots, and was created by George Lucas, a robot. Only the coolest people like it. It's called Star Wars. Let's tune our laser radios to Toski Station and see what that little scamp Emperor Palpatine is up to now. Yes, Sheila, what is it? Um, your accountant's here to see you. He says it's very urgent. Oh, God, I'm so sick of this guy. Uh, you haven't seen him in a couple years. I, I think that it's been a problem how infrequently you talk to your accountant. I know, I haven't seen him in so long because I was so sick of him last time. Have you heard him talk? He's always like, blah, 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 Emperor Palpatine, the numbers. Ugh. Well, uh, he is right here next to me, so I... I have heard him talk. So you know what I've went through. All right, that's fine. Sheila, send him in. Okay, I'll send him in now. How, how's your day going? You know, I'm fine. I could use an espresso. Okay, I'll send out for one. Oh, you know what, Sheila? Yes? If you wouldn't mind, I bought an espresso machine. I know it's not as good as the ones they have at the cafe around the corner of the Death Star. Can you... Would you mind making me one? I just think that they're better made in-house. You like my espresso better than the shop? Sure, yes. Oh, thank you. I'll, I'll have that coming right up. All right, I'll see you soon. Okay, boop. Good. Good. All right, Palps. We got a lot to talk about here. All right? You know, the numbers. Oh, the God. numbers. It's this guy again. The, the numbers, sir. The number. The, the IRS is breathing down my neck about your numbers. What do you want from me? I'm the Emperor. I run a Death Star. Do, do, do you read the reports I give you? Of course I don't read the reports. I'm the Emperor. Do you see how big my office is? I don't have time to read about numbers. Well, I don't have time to compliment you on your chair. You need my help, sir. You need my help. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna go here, we're gonna deny- Sal, Sal. Yes. I hired you for a reason. And that reason was so I wouldn't have to be involved in the accountant business. And that's just it. You hired me, sir, to do a job. And you need to let me do my job, all right? This whole column here, you see all these numbers here? Yes. We need to deny that they exist. That's fine. Okay, they don't exist. I have gonna... no 
Problem we're gonna get lying. rid of that. I knew a guy in prison. Yes. Who taught me a trick? Okay. About we're gonna we're gonna pretend like we're, we're going. Gonna, we're gonna flood the money Excellent. through Tatooine. Good. Then we're gonna go to Dagobah. Moisture they don't even fabric. have banks there. I like there. it. I they like it. They don't even it. have banks there. Good. Then we're gonna go to Yavin Four. Yes. Right? Then we're gonna go to Alderaan. Alderaan doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, I see what you did there, Sal. So all their records are gone, right? There. Okay. So and then we're gonna then we're gonna play dumb. We're gonna be like, well, I don't know where that came from. Uh you should probably check with the Bank of Alderaan. Alright, so I'm up to speed. What's happening is the person is the We're getting audited, sir. We're getting audited. Are they here? Probably. Is the IRS here? At the, the breathing- Death Star. Breathing down a neck, sir. Oh, sir, the IRS is here. Oh, Jesus Christ! I'm I'm going to hide behind your chair, sir. Sal, get a hold of yourself, Sheila. Yes. How's my espresso coming? It's it's ready. It's right here. I, I'll bring it in. Excellent, excellent. Do you want me to show the IRS woman in? Sheila, you can just send her in with the espresso. That seems pretty unprofessional, and I, it's been a while since I've seen you face to face. You know, I don't like to fraternize too much because it sends a message, Sheila. Okay, I'll I'll ask her to to bring your espresso in that I made for you. I made it myself. Look, you're my favorite, Sheila, but there's no reason to let everyone else know that. Okay, I guess it's just good that I know. That's my girl. Boop! Hello, Mr. Palpatine. Um, I believe yes. this is your espresso. <laughs> Haha, thank you. Yes. Did you meet Sheila outside? <laughs> yes, She's I... a peach. She's lovely. She's a dog. Yeah, she's a... Great. Don't um, know what I'd do without her. Please have a seat, Miss Uh Europa Lassiter. I'm made uh, up. I'm with the Intergalactic Revenue Service. I don't know if uh I don't believe we met before because I mostly dealt with Mr. Vader. Is yes, Darth uh, handled the books before the incident. Darth, he did tell me to call him by that name. I'm yes. so sorry. Um it's been a long time. It has. It's been a long time. We've been quite busy. If you looked at our books, you'd know <laughs> that. <laughs> yes, it really seems like it. This, uh, yes. what's it? Death Star? Is Ooh. that is that what it's going? Yes, Death, Death Star. Death Star? Is I that, named it. I just wanted to make sure I was calling you by the Very appropriate proud. name. Fantastic. Well, um, I just have a couple questions for you. Uh, just general. Sure, run of sure. The if you don't mind, I'm going to sit on my throne and look at you in front of <laughs> this vista of stars. I'm going to let you know that it's lovely, but it doesn't change anything. That's fine. Just, all right, just as long as you know that. That just changes my mood a little bit. All I right, well, I mean, if it makes you feel better, that's really all that matters because you're in a fucking crock of shit. I'm sorry, I'm just going to say it. It's it's bad. And I don't, I'm usually not that person, but I'm worried for you. And I don't get worried for other people, but wow, this is really a shithole. Like, really a different level. Really? Yeah. Because I, mean, I was led to believe by a, a vast team of engineers that this was the most advanced battle station in existence. That doesn't change anything. That doesn't mean you're tax exempt. We can blow up planets. Just because you've done a good job at the weird oh, evil shit you. you're doing doesn't yes. mean you don't have to pay taxes. Why not? I'm what the do you emperor. mean, why not? How does that make any sense to you in your twisted ass mind? How many people do you have on payroll right now? I'm just. About 500,000. Five, five, 
I thought you were just gonna say 500. 500,000? No. Have you seen the size of this thing? It's like a small moon. Oh my god, have any of them paid taxes? Any of them? I don't know. Any of them. Have you put any of that? Do they have paychecks? I don't know. Do they have know. anything tangible? I don't know they what goes on here. There's a monster in the fucking trash compactor. Have you right. seen that thing? All right. Do you run this place? Is this is this you? Yes. How do you not know fucking anything? I mean, I'm usually not this candid with clients. Well, I'm really me, not. I just, I'm so blown away. Let me break it down for you. First, okay. there was right. me, and then there was someone named Count Dooku. I don't like to talk about him anymore. Uh, is he dead? <laughs> yes. Yes? Okay. And then right. there right. then was decapitated. Okay, all right. Then there was Dot. Decapit- is that a person? Decapitated? Is Doesn't that- matter. Moving uh, on. All right. You know Darth. I do know Darth. Darth, dear friend of mine, handled everything. The king of negating questions, and I've got yes. to give him all the credit yes. for it being this long since I've been here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can see from my complexion I'm a not a well man. Uh, all right. But, but anyway, Darth... Had an incident, uh, got mad, threw me down a chute, lots of words exchanged. He's not with the company anymore. Hang on a second. I, Sheila. Uh, yes, sir? Can you look through my itinerary, find out who's in charge of payroll? Uh, sure. I'll, I'll look right now. Boop. Thank you, Sheila. She's so wonderful. She'll find out for you. Is there anything else I can help you with it, uh, today? Sal's here. Sal, have you met uh, Europa, was it? Yes. Sal's uh, made up. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar. Sal, look at her. I, I, I'd rather not. Sal! I, I, I'm my gonna, man. The, have you seen these stars out here? They're, they're, they're quite nice. He I likes like my vista. vista of stars. Are you sexist? Why can't what? you look at me? The, uh, the, Who you, doesn't do that? You you don't you don't even remember me, do you? What's what am I getting in between here? Honestly, I have no idea. Hang on, Europa, are you a Bothan? Yes. Sal's a Bothan. Just because we're both Bothans doesn't mean that we both know each other. I'm just saying. Right, that's like uh, many Bothans know. died to blow up my second Death Star, so there's not a lot left. And if there's not a lot left, you might know each other. Well, like, am good. I sensing a history here? Well, like, good for the other Bothans, but like, I went continuously up. <laughs> yeah, Sheila. Thank God. Um. Uh, well, I was looking through our documents, and I'm um, sorry, sir, but y- you are in charge of payroll. <sighs> God damn it. That's bad for you. Um, do you remember the VIP treatment that we have arranged for special guests of the Death Star? VIP treatment? Yes, Sheila. Oh. You know, the special VIP treatment for guests of the Death Star, like Luke Skywalker. Oh, like Luke? Yes, people like Luke Skywalker. Sure, um... You should probably grab onto something, sir. Sure. Sal, it's been very nice working with you. Boop! <laughs> <sighs> well, Sheila? Yes, sir? Can you put a requisition out for a new accountant? Sure. Right now. Right away. How was your espresso? Did you like it? Oh, God damn it! It flew out the airlock! I'll make you another one, sir. Thank you, Sheila. Boop! Well... I thought that would be fun but it was kind of depressing. I hope it isn't considered canon. 
Sometimes if you're a Star Wars fan the only joy to be found is reading all the fun, useful things other Star Wars fans say online. I would probably delete Twitter if not for the goodwill and expansive nature of every Star Wars fan I meet there. They really are the best the world has to offer. Now, changing gears, it's time for us to pay the bills. Today's episode of The Sketchy Show is brought to you by an old man who is loud and annoying. You're welcome. I would love a martini right now. I can make you a martini. Oh my god, really? Do you really have yeah. the supplies to make a martini? I would love I, to end the night with a martini. Yeah. That sounds incredible. I love olives. <laughs> oh, man. That was the first thing I ever got in trouble for was eating half a jar of olives. <laughs> a true story. My mom just screamed at me, we don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> Excuse me, missus! Oh, my God. Did I hear someone say that they wanted a martini? Martini? Yeah. With I, olives? I mean, olives? Yeah, I, I like I like martinis. Did I hear you say you don't like olives? I don't like olives. But do I, I you know who I am? No. No. Why are you screaming? What? This is the way I talk. It's just don't voice shame me. My name is Old Man Wells at Burger. To tell you five millennials about my newest service. I've noticed your kind, 30 somethings and whatnot, mostly 30, uh, 20s, maybe, no teens, millennials. Myself a millennial. Do you find yourself uh, adventures with spirits and cocktails? Yeah, I like making drinks at home. That's what the studies have shown. Uh, I have studies. a new service. It's like a food truck, but I have instead a cart. I bring two houses full of alcohol. And my alcohol is all homebrew. You're bringing your moonshine door to door? Wait, how do you get around the police? The police! Back in my day, Bradford would knock on your doors with ruby the head if you so much as put a foot out into the street outside of a crosswalk which did not exist yet they were mocked with bales of hay you didn't answer anything that i just asked sir control your woman i really just don't think that's an answer i'm so i i'm really interested because i love martinis but i just i want to understand my old-fashioned alcohol is made with old man rosenberger's decades old recipes that were 
are passed down from my grandfather in Appalachia. In those days you would live in the mountains and hack off limbs of goats and put their horns in the crown to gather rainwater. Honey, where's Appalachia? I don't know where that is. I, I think it's in Germany. Is it? Is it? Oh, okay. Germany! Oh. I remember the war! Grace! Do you have my book of photographs? I was at the beach. Who's Grace? Who are Grace. You talking to? Where is she? There's no one here but us. Do you... It's the three of us. Did you and see her? You. Where are my photographs? I can show you where the boat landed. I met Edith Piaf. So your whole pitch is that you have a cart full of alcohol that you can make cocktails with? Not anymore! Oh. Now oh, I'm right. selling compact disc drives! <laughs> All right. You um, can find them in the store! You can put on the disc drives and put the compact disc! Just leave now. I, he looks distracted. He just walked. He just walked away. Let's... Yeah. Okay. Let's go before he comes back. All right. He's yeah. making me really sad I'm now. Really uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, let's just run away. It's, just, it's, it's upsetting at this hey, point. Do you mean you to know? make you a normal martini? Someone will yeah, come collect I, I just want a normal yeah. ass martini that's not out of a cart and made from moonshine. Like that's just all anyone can ask for. Wow, I am not kidding when I say I got quite the contact buzz from that commercial. Remind me not to drive anywhere, unless you mean driving in a metaphorical way, like driving home a conversational point. Though, if you will allow me, for a moment, to extend this metaphor, if I were literally driving a conversational point home, where would it live? And how would it manage the seatbelt? Perhaps these philosophical questions are best left to the real artists, such as the subject of this next sketch. Okay, good morning, Mr. Poe's Taste. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, thanks so much for being in our studio. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I, I'm a little bit starstruck because uh, it's not often that we get somebody of your caliber, uh, you, you know, uh, in here, in, in our studio. Uh, but I, I'm your audio engineer for the day, Johnny, and um, I'm, I'm going to be walking you through this. So uh, did uh, did they kind of let you know um, what you'll be doing today? Well, first things first, James, John. is that yes. I am to be referred to as Professor Post Haste. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that you had a, uh, a PhD or... or... I'm not. I'm not totally. It is honorary. Okay. From a multitude of colleges. Great. Okay. Uh. Well, Professor Posthaste, thank you. I loved your work in When the Bird Calls. Oh, When the Bird Calls, directed by myself. Yes. And written by myself. It was one of my lesser works, perhaps not accepted as readily as some of my more popular projects, but. I am glad that you like it, Jim. It's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, my my name is Johnny, and you're um, not looking me in the eye, are you? Uh, should should I 
be i mean we're th- we're through some glass i'm just kind of looking in your direction do you want me do you want me to look you in the in the eye or or please not? do not break my eye line it, okay it, it interrupts my performance okay so we're, we're recording the audiobook for a tale of two cities and it's going to be uh, uh, put out by our, our publishing company, and uh, they're they're really looking forward to hearing this rendition by uh, Professor uh, Forthwith Post Haste. Yes, I am Professor Forthwith Post Haste. Yes, actor, director, yeah. doctor, financier. Okay, uh, great, awesome. Um, so can you just um, can you give me a quick reading of the first line there so I can get your levels? I d- I do not do sound checks. Uh, no, it's not. It's, it, okay. Um, that's fine. You um, hired me what you hired me for. Yes. Yes. Can you please uh, give me the grace and satisfaction mm-hmm. that I know what I'm doing? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Uh, you d- you you definitely know what you're doing. Of course. I'm this so sorry. This is not um, the first time I've been in front of a microphone. Okay. Great. Yeah. So I'm sure you're gonna do great, and you're an old pro at this. So let's go ahead. I'm just I'm recording now. Um, old. This is no no. Uh, I'm I, seasoned. You're a seasoned professional. I am in the prime of my youth. And the gray in my hair is merely seasoning. Awesome. On my experience. Uh, that's awesome. Are Are you ready? Yeah. No, I'm recording. Um. So whenever you're ready, go ahead and uh, just go for it. Um. If If uh If I need you to go back, I'll just kind of interrupt you and I'll, I'll let you know that we need to go back. So, go ahead. Whenever you're ready. <clears throat> Excuse me. I need to have a slight sip of my Bordeaux here. Oh. Okay. Um. There's a typically. Okay, that's fine. Uh, we, we we usually don't allow. Typically, what? No, no. It's uh, we we. What are you insinuating? No, no, no. Man? I'm not. I, uh, just we don't usually like uh, uh, beverages in the recording booth because of the equipment. But it, it's fine. I like I, like I said, you're you're you know you're you're high high status. It's great. Um, that's it's fine. Is that Bordeaux in a can? Are you telling me when I'm ready? No, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying you can you can begin. Um. Whenever you are ready. Oh, I can. I can. Yeah, I- I'm recording. Um, in your own time. Well, it's good to know that I have your permission. Uh, yeah. Do be quiet. I am about to work. Sure. Okay. A Tale of Two Satis by Charles Dickens. Uh, pr- professor Postes, I'm gonna have to stop you right there and and go back. Um, it's it's pronounced. I was told I would not be interrupted once I started. Um, I'm not exactly sure who told you that um it's it's nothing um personal i'm just doing my job as the audio engineer i, I just want to let you know um th- it's pronounced cities a tale of two cities that's what i said uh yeah um you know what let's just for safety can we just go back and just do that one one more time just uh just to get a second take for it all right josh i'll allow you this one allowance okay it's it's uh i'm, I'm johnny I'm so- but it's fine. It's I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh it's fine. I'm Johnny. Uh, but it's it's totally fine. Let's uh let's just keep um I'm still rolling, so let's uh keep going. This is great. Getting some great stuff. Thank you. A Tale of Two Satis by Charles Dickens. Book the first recalled to life. Chapter I The Period. It was the best of times, it was the worst of times. It was the age of wisdom. It was the age of foolishness. It was the epoch of belief. It was the epoch of incredulity. It was the season of light. It was the season of darkness. It was the spring of hope. It was the winter of despair. 
We had every. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Yes. What was that? No, no. I was just um. You hit that last word. Um, despair. A little. Uh, uh it's pronounced despair. So I'm just. Need- it's called inflection, boy. Yeah. No. It just sounded a little. Have you acted? Um, a little bit. In- Have you acted ever? Some some community theater, like just a little bit of community theater. Sometimes. Oh, community theater. Yes. No, you are very much on the level as me, forth with post-haste. Professor, forth with post-haste. I am sure you know exactly how to tell me how to do my job. Uh, my vocation that I've been doing for 50-plus years, that's... despite being only 27. Right. Um, I'm very sorry. You know, can... Uh, I would it... like to speak to your supervisor. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Um, Hey, uh, Alan? Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, hello. Hey, it's uh Johnny here in the booth, and uh, we've got perfect- Johnny. Tell me how it's going. Tell me it's going great. This is a very important client. You know, we've got to get this book out. It's hot. We've got a hundred and thirty-five thousand four hundred twenty words in this book. They're all classic words. Tell me, tell me, Johnny. I want to hear it. I want to hear. It. We got some great classic words coming out of this guy's face. Because yeah. uh, I tell you, getting him in here was not easy. You know, I, you don't know. You don't want to know what I had to do to get forthwith post haste into our studio to record his latest audio book. So uh, please tell me the good news. All I want is good news, Johnny. I know you only call me when you got good news, right, Johnny? Yeah. Come on, Johnny. Alan, uh, hang on, let me just... Johnny, me, Johnny, me... Johnny, Alan needs some let good news. Sure. <laughs> Alan needs some good news, Johnny. Um, Mr. Post-Haste can't hear me. I'm just, I'm just making sure... He could hear no, me? No, he no, could no, hear I'm what I... am making sure that he can't hear me because... What Who I'm... are you talking to? I don't want the client to hear me Alan, talking Alan, this way. On. I cannot hear you, but I see your mouth moving. Did you just, did you just pipe me in to the studio? No, I didn't. No, no, no. I, I just, Professor? I'm 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 talking to I'm talking to Alan, my manager. I'm gonna get him. Uh, just hang on one sec. Just just uh, hang tight. Get him hang, down here now. Hang tight one second, Alan. Um. So okay, I got um. So he's asking for you. He's saying everything wrong. He's saying everything wrong. It's his style. It's what he's known yeah, for. It's, it's the reason people want that flavor. It's not. People no, want it's this not audio- flavor. He's not saying the words. People right. want an audiobook that's got a little bit of style. Do on they? It. If someone just says the words the way that your your mind's eye sees them when you're reading them if everyone's just pronouncing everything he correctly despair, and it's just despair that's european no he's like he switched the a and the i but he's bringing a continental flavor do you realize he's how hard i've european. worked to get a continental flavor he's, into one of our he's recordings from kentucky i looked him i looked up his johnny Wikipedia johnny johnny lean in close like, to the phone like i was a fan lean in close to the phone okay yeah. I want to whisper something to you. I can Johnny it's fine. not about I'm what it is engineer. in this business in this business it's not about what it is it's about how it makes people okay. feel. It's about what it looks okay. like. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm yes. saying okay. is, yeah, Johnny. Yes, Johnny. Alan, give me some good news, Johnny. Just I just need some good news. Well, the good I don't I know. The good news is that he's here. He wants to talk to you, though. He's kind of refusing to talk to me. I mean, I'll talk to him. Can you get? I I know how to talk to a guy. I don't think I don't talk to guys can, all the time. I talked to thirteen guys just this morning. Can you can, can you just come down to the booth and talk and and just back? I don't know. Back me up. I'm just trying to get through this. Tell you what, I am a coward. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you to pipe me in to his okay his headphones in sure. the studio, and I'm we got we got to come up with a safe word. If I feel like this has gone bad and I need to get pulled okay. out, we need to come up with a word um, to use. I'll tell you one word. It should not be yeah. Should not be audiobook. No, it's probably we, I might say it that shouldn't be audiobook. It shouldn't be studio. It shouldn't be recording. Right. It shouldn't be. Shouldn't be Johnny. Johnny. It shouldn't be Alan. Shouldn't be forthwith post haste. Be, shouldn't be uh, Dickens. Don't say professor. It, don't don't you don't do that one. I mean no no no. Call him professor. He's strict about this. But like don't All use right, that as professor. your safe. You know cantaloupe. Just say cantaloupe. 
That has nothing to do yeah. with anything that we're doing. How's that all sound? Right. If I, if, all right, cantaloupe. Okay. All right. If I, it, you, you, you know me, Johnny, I'm good in a fight. I'm good in a pinch. Yeah. But but when but when I lose it, yeah. I tend to lose. I tend to just utterly fail completely. Yeah, no, I know. You know this yeah, about me. I know. Me. Okay, all right. Well aware. Okay, so when you say cantaloupe, right. I will immediately cut the feed to him, but you'll still be able to hear me. Yes, yes. So I just want you to know that I'm. I know what I'm doing. I'm an audio engineer. This is what I do. And you're bringing me in to put out fires, and Johnny, I'm glad that I could be here to help you. Yeah. Because this is an important client. Okay. Right. Cool. Hang on. Was okay. So patching you in. All right. Put me in. A uh, professor. Um. Post taste. What do you, are you mm. eating? Is that shrimp? Yes. All right, you goddamn self-important twerp. What's the holdup? Cantaloupe. Oh my goodness. Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe. Alan, what the fuck oh, are you doing? I didn't. What was that, Alan? I, can I tell you that mouth noises? Alan. They really do something to me. They really do Holy something shit. to me. shit. He's so angry right now. He is screaming at me. I can't hear him. I cut his feet, but he's like red in the face. He's screaming. I'll tell you one thing. Fuck. I'm definitely not coming down there now. No. I'm definitely not. I'm not coming down to the studio can now. I, I don't no, think that okay. would help. Can you do me a favor, though? Can you, if I patch you back into him, can you de-escalate? Let me patch someone in who might be able to help, okay? What? You can't, how? Little Danny. Little Danny? Little Danny. He's the guy who set up this deal. You think we would have gotten forth with post-haste into our studio without Little Danny's help? Let me get Little Danny. Little Danny. Little Danny, come here. I fucking hate Danny. What's the big idea? I hate Danny. It's Johnny. Down at the studio. He needs a, he needs our help. Hey, Danny. Hey, Johnny. So, okay, listen, this uh, post-haste guy is getting kind of testy, and he's being yeah. pretty difficult, and he's demanding... Why didn't, why didn't you bring Alan in to, to defuse the situation? Yeah, That's what he I, does. He's the he's like the boss down at the studio, so why didn't you bring him in? I did bring him in, and he immediately made things a thousand times worse. But you're bothering me on my day off. Look, this guy... What did uh, you've got a relationship with him, right? Fourth with post haste? Yes. He was my roommate in college, yeah. How old are you? How old am I? I thought you were like 25. You know, I look it. Okay. That's what they've always said about me. Little Danny Pesci. He looks young, you know? If you do the right drugs, uh -huh. the right combination of okay. drugs, they tend to kind of lock you in time, almost like uh, Amber okay. or something like that. All right. You know? So it sounds like you got. At a certain point. Okay. You got like a time. You have a previous relationship with this guy. Look, he's he's in he's yeah. in my booth, uh, like sweating incredibly. Did you put did you put down plastic sheeting before you brought him into no, your booth? No, we never do that. That's not a thing. Oh man! And you know what? I wish I had because by the way, he's in there with like a thirty-two pack of Bordeaux in cans and cocktail shrimp. I don't know where he got them from, but I think, I guess he brought in shrimp. So he's eating shrimp. I've never known that guy not to be wrist deep in a bowl of cocktail shrimp, you know? And half drunk on a can of beer dough. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's something he does. Any of these would have been good things for me to for me to know beforehand. Uh, but I'm here's what I'm gonna do. Um, can I patch you? Alright, put me through. Just put me through. Just put me through. I'm here on, I'm here on Alan's phone. I'm here to help you, you know? Alan has basically... I gotta say, he seems to have abdicated the situation. He's uh, he's fled the scene, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't know where he is. Well, we're we're out here working on his scooter. He he just hopped on the thing and went right. <laughs> okay, uh, that sounds. <laughs> and went right enough. Went right enough. Here, put me on. Put okay. me through, though. I am fairly sure. Mr. This was in my rider. Professor, Professor Postace. I'm sorry, George. This is. Who were you talking to this whole time? Um, ah, uh, this is. So I've moved on to the Chardonnay. This, okay, this is Johnny in the booth, and uh, I have on. Uh, this is Alan's boss, I guess. You know what? Let me just patch him through for you. Who is this? 
You are speaking to Professor Forthwith Post Haste. Hey, Professor, tell me you tell me you know who I am. Oh. Tell me you know this voice, oh, right? Tell me the memories don't just come flooding back in when you hear this voice. Settle down, you know? This has been a rough day in the studio. Johnny is new and he sucks. So, like, let's, like, let's just, like, glide through this hey, day, Danny, you know? Get through you. this. I, you, I, I hope you will forgive me, but I do not hey, remember I, I, your I, nomenclature. Cantaloupe! Cantaloupe! How did you know the safe word? I, I, I listen. I was listening. You think the whole time... Are you Alan's boss? You know Alan Corinthius, right? Yes. You think he gets on the phone with anybody that he doesn't put it on speaker and let little Danny Pesci listen uh, in and wet his okay. beak? That makes sense. So wait, was he with right. you outside while you were fixing his scooter? We were out uh-huh. in a wooded area where we come out here to ride scooters. And I was... Wooded area? I, you know, you're asking questions that, frankly, to me, can I say this, Johnny? Yeah. They don't seem related to the situation at hand. Okay. I feel like you are digressing. All right. Okay. So... Here's the yeah. problem. I, I kind of forgot how difficult it is to talk to my old buddy forthwith post haste. Most of our communications lately have been over email. So here, can I do this? Yeah. Can I write up a nice email and send it over to you, and then you can read it to him? Yeah, sure. Edward Mail. Oh, my God. He's hearing this whole thing. Oh, shit. I didn't press the right button. You are. Uh, boy, Johnny. Professor, uh, so Johnny. sorry about that. Um, how much of that did you hear? Johnny, well, Johnny, Johnny. I, I, I feel like this is terribly embarrassing for you. Yep. I'm sorry. Apologies. Uh, <laughs> so, you know what? Let's chalk this one up to technical difficulties. Let's start from the top. Right? It was the best of times. Can we start from that line? All right. We're going to start from the top of the text, which is very important God. to to deliver it purposefully. Yes. And with respect. Yes. Thank you so much. Word for word would be best. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. That is what I'm doing. Excuse me. I have more shrimp arriving. There's. Okay. Thank you, Darla. Darla is my assistant. Shrimp delivery. Yes, thank you. All right. Excuse me. One second. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Mm. Oh, you sweet, delectable crustacean. You give me life in a moment when I do not find it elsewhere. And now a bit of Chardonnay. Oh, my God. A tale of two satires. By Charles Dickens. Are you listening to this kid? It's gold. Book the first recalled to life. Like music. Chapter I, the Period. Okay. It was the best of Tim's. It was the worst of Tim's. Never heard anybody say it that way. I knew a young fellow named Timothy back in the day. Good. Okay. Who he would. What? I'm sorry. Are you interrupting me? So this is going great. You're doing a great... You are doing a great job. I was on a roll. Yes. You were on a roll, Professor. Thank you so much. Doing a great job. Hang on one second. I would love to see what chapter two entails, but I'll never find out at this rate. Hey, Danny? Yeah. My name is not Danny. Uh, Oh, sorry. Technical difficulties. Hey, Danny? Yeah. I was just waiting to see if he popped in again if you could hear me i usually am better at my job but he has got me flustered here's what i'm gonna do i think what you should do is you should tag in your uh your tag partner you know we told you about that that whole thing we keep a tag partner in the 
in that closet over there. Yeah, I don't think that that's professional. We keep them in there, we feed them, we let them out, but you can tag them in and they will be happy to come out of that closet and do a little work on, on an audiobook. It's, it's a, I mean, honestly, it's a piece of cake compared to what we got them doing what? in that closet. Who was in the closet and what are they doing? If I told you that, I wouldn't have any mystery left to my whole character. That's a cable closet. Danny, Jesus Christ. Look in there. There's a guy who's just dying to come out and do some work. Okay, hang on. Uh, against my better judgment, I'm going to go open up the cable closet. You have to say, I tag you in. Okay. Oh, Promise me you'll say that. I need a new fucking job. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to go on Indeed tonight when I get home. I am going yeah, good luck in this economy. Oh, shit. You can hear me? God damn it. Opening the closet. I tag you in. There's nobody in the closet. Fucking Danny. God damn it. Fuck. Oh my god. This is so much worse than that stand-up comedy festival that I had to work. All right. Hey, Professor. Yes? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to... I've already done my third platter of shrimp. Awesome. Can I... And Darla has yet to procure me more. Okay. I am going to um keep recording. Also, we have moved on to the Riesling. Okay. Great. Good. I'm so glad. You are doing great. You are doing a great job. I don't need you to tell me I'm doing great. Fantastic. I'm going to keep recording. I don't need you to tell me that I'm fantastic. Yep. Are you a director? Uh, of audio, yes. Oh, of audio. The simplest of forms. Thank you. I am going to step out. Do you know that I once read The Lost World on the radio? And everyone thought they were getting invaded by dinosaurs. No, I don't believe that at all. Well, it happened, or someone told me it did. Did you read? You read The Lost World by Michael Crichton on the radio? Live? The Lost World by Jules Verne. Oh, I was thinking about the Jurassic Park sequel. What is that? Hey! I do not know that. Don't tell me things I do not know. Uh, shrimp delivery. Excuse me? Ah, more shrimp. Thank you, Darla. You're welcome. You got enough shrimp in there, Professor? Not nearly enough. How about this? How about I go out and get you some more shrimp while you just sit in there and, and record to your heart's content? Well, it is about time that we actually started the work. It is. I am recording. This is take, I don't know, of uh, A Tale of Two Cities by Professor Forthwith Posthaste. I'm going to pop out and I might not be back. So just go ahead and read. Finally. There was a king with a large jaw and a queen with a plain face on the throne of Angoland. There were a king with a large jaw and a queen with a fair face on the throne of France. In both countries it was clearer than crystal to the lords of the state preserves of loaves and fishes that things in general were settled forever. Wait. What the fuck is this book about? Okay, that's over. I must admit I am now hungry for shrimp. My inability to taste or otherwise enjoy food, even on the textural level, is probably the greatest source of sadness in my robotic existence. That's right, for some reason sadness was included in my programming. Who made me? What a dick. That's the end, by the way, of the show, and never forget I love you. I am a director. I am Professor Forth with post haste, and I do not have enough shrimp. Why is it taking so long, Darla?
And why isn't Jiminy in the booth directing me as I should be? This is so unprofessional. Why did I ever agree to do this? Of course, I remember it is to fund a movie I will never finish. A movie called The Way the Wind Blows. It's an interesting film. It is about hate and love and cherishing the people that are close to you while despising the people that have wronged you throughout your life. I am forth with post-haste, and here I am, drinking wine in a can. What have I done with my life where I'm listening to this hoo-ha-ha in this booth? and an assortment of miscreants who are telling me forth with post-haste, Professor forth with post-haste, how to do what he does. They do not know. They do not quit shrimp. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Chardonnay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I like to focus on the finer things in life, but all in service to my art that no one else seems to appreciate. They don't understand that I have an undiagnosed mental disease. They don't understand my genius. Oh, wine. Why doesn't no one understand what I am doing? Why does no one give me money to do the things that I want to do, that everyone will benefit from? You tell me. Is the world not a better place for not having another forthwith post-haste picture? For it will be. As long as I can convince those damn Saudis to finance it. But there we are. We're just alone in a booth, drinking wine in a can, and eating quite possibly three-day-old shrimp. Possibly rancid shrimp. Possibly the worst seven shrimp cocktails I have ever had. Not that it's ever stopped us before. Oh, it is delectable. But here we are. I'm sorry. Steve! Steve! Person in the booth. I'm cut off. I can't hear who you are talking to, though I do see your mouth moving. I know you are talking to someone. I do not think you are mentally ill. George? Jim? Johnny? No, that's not right. Geraldo. 